when you decide, it means you have to cut off. You have to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and so to be able to unlock things, because I believe that the universe puts us in uncomfortable situations in order to force us to follow through with the plan. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, I state in entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. Billionaire. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. Everything is possible, just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby, where you're going to learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. It is your boy, Billy the Kid, a.k.a. BDK, a.k.a. Billionaire in this mug. And I'm super excited, man. I just got off the interview with somebody who I've done a lot of work with, actually through my music. And um, since I met this dude, man, uh, it's, it's always been like literally the conversations that we've had. And, you know, we talked about being alone in your journey when, you know, back then and when you were starting out and people are looking at you crazy. And, you know, he is somebody that uh, we've stayed in touch and, you know, we could both sit here and say that uh, we we were like, you, you're going to hear it. We've always understood each other. Uh, the language he's speaking, man, uh, that's the people you want to be around. Shout out. I, I'm not going to give you the full name just yet. But um, other than that, guys, uh, I just want to give you guys a quick update, man. Uh, you know, thank you to everybody supporting. Uh, shout out to all the guys in the mastermind. Shout out to all the one on ones that I'm doing. Uh, if you're interested Info at BillyTheKid.com. We have one spot that's open right now for the Mastermind. And then as of right now, the one-on-ones are sold out. Uh, But through the Mastermind, uh, I'm going to open up one more spot for the one-on-ones. And by the time this comes out, actually, I should already, it should be actually close or almost 2023. And that is when I'm going to have more spots available for one-on-one coaching. If you're ready to take your life to the next level, hit me up. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that we can work on. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, we can take that to the next level, baby. Um, other than that, guys, I'm stoked. I talked about it a little bit about it on the, on that, uh, interview that, uh, Today, we closed on an acreage, uh, and here soon, we're going to start building, and it's beautiful, man. Uh, It's crazy. To this day, I still can't uh, fathom how how blessed we are, man. And, and it all comes from, you know, one, one of the lessons that I'm kind of that w- with doing all this that I'm learning is, uh, if you're a good person, God is going to bless you. And I think, uh, if you live by that, if you, every action that you do and the, and the relationships that you have, if you try to be the best version of yourself with those people, God will bless you. Uh, and I don't know, man, uh, Literally, we just closed on it today, so I'm, I'm excited to see where, where all this takes us. And, you know, it, it is uncomfortable. It's scary, uh, but that's what you need to do in life. You need to take the uncomfortable path. Otherwise, you're not going to grow, baby. So um, other than that, guys, um, I just released. Uh, and, and again, when this comes out, the song's already out, Winner's Circle. Stay tuned. Follow me on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, on YouTube, wherever it is that you listen to music because I got... A lot of stuff coming out. Uh, I'm going to be releasing a single. Uh, right now, I'm looking at just doing it again. I did it a couple years ago every month. I think I'm going to release uh, a single every month here going forward. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, uh, you know, everything's going well. Um, the landing company, anybody out there interested in uh, 
lending locally uh, for your next real estate deal, hit me up. Uh, the construction company is growing. Uh, we got like my crews have, you know, I've gotten bigger with the crews because uh, how much work we, we're, we're getting. So it, it's a blessing. Um, and not to mention everything else, the book, the music. So again, it is a blessing and you guys have to be thankful for everything that is in front of you. If you want to grow, the more thankful you are, the more you're going to, the more blessings you're going to experience. So, uh, I think that is all I got guys. Uh, don't forget, grab my book. Oops. The other side, the power of being uncomfortable. It's out everywhere on, uh, Amazon on, on, uh, and, and it's a short book. And actually, matter of fact, let me show you guys, those of you who are watching on my YouTube, uh, this is the book here. It's a very short read. Um, so I recommend it if you're ready to take your life to the next level. It's a great book to read that will get you out of that sofa and start chasing your dreams today, baby. So with that being said today, I have a very special guest. Uh, shout out to Frank Lopez out of Houston, Texas, the uh, owner of Compound Films, man. And um, we've actually done a lot of work together. Uh, I, I saw him from the beginning take this company to where it's at now. And uh, I, I always bought into the vision and he proved me right. And that's something that uh, you have to be mindful. Prove the people right. Don't prove people wrong. Uh, you have to look at it the other side. Prove people right. The people that believe in you, the people that are behind you, those are the people you need to prove for. And that's what he did, man. He's proven me right. I always believed in everything that he has going on. And um, it's crazy to see all the great things he has going now. He's in downtown Houston uh, with his studio. And he has a lot of wisdom that you guys are going to listen to. Uh, we actually did. He we like he's actually I flew him out here to Nebraska a couple times and we did a few videos man and there's some videos that I still haven't released that we're about to release here soon too so uh, we worked together for years uh, over a decade now uh, and you know it, it, even shout out to him because there was times that I flew to Houston and I did my music video with Charlie boy out there baby bash uh, the, my music video with Kevin Gates was done in in Houston and um he showed mad love, man. As a matter of fact, I uh, shout out Frank because I actually he actually let me stay in his house one or two nights out of the week that I was out there. So shout out, man. Uh, great dude. And I cannot wait for you guys to dig in. So with that being said, here is Frank Lopez from Compound Films, baby. Let's get it. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle podcast, baby. We're going to learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. And today is actually the definition of that. Actually, man, I got the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Lopez from Compound Films. How you doing, man? I'm good. Right now, we are in the center of the whole uh, universe out here in Houston, Texas, in downtown Houston, Skyline District specifically, one block away from City Hall, which mm. is the mayor's office. But uh, I only say that to say that, you know, I'm going to just be moving up around the corner in the mayor's office. So, 2024. Man, let's go. And... uh if we could start, bro, with uh, you've built this whole company from like literally from scratch, man, like for for where you're at right now, where you come from, it's crazy. And uh, I want to congratulate you on that, man, because that, that's amazing. Uh, and I want to like dig deep and how does Frank's brain work? Like, how did you manifest everything that you're living right now? <laughs> but uh, before we get there, if you could tell us your story, like 
you started with video, right? So even before that, where are you from? And if you could lead us to kind of how you got started in the video industry. Okay, uh, long story short is uh, we started out shooting music videos for big name artists. Uh, and we started in 2009. And we, like I said, we worked with major artists nationwide in 22 domestic major cities and four international cities in Colombia, Mexico, Japan, Germany. Uh, and so we've worked with a lot of companies, a lot of brands, a lot of music artists around the world. Uh, and then we ultimately graduated to work with big brands uh, like Microsoft. Uh, shout out to the president. He's cool. Take a picture with me. Uh, shout out to Kool-Aid, uh, Macy's, uh, App Ambassador. Shout out to Hilton Hotels, too. They got a, a new Cancun deal going on right now. <laughs> and Lego uh, and PacSun. And so mm. now we're out here um, you know, doing our, our own ads and working with these brands, putting out products. And so now we're out here with entrepreneurs, with authors, and we have a studio here in downtown Houston, like I said. And this is where all the magic happens. Uh, you know, and this is where the commercials, uh, big entrepreneurs come, and that's what we do. Uh, and, and I know that you were about to get into something else, and I want to say something right now. Um, and hopefully that sunlight doesn't affect us. But you know, you know what's going on right now. I get the vibe. I, I spoke to a lot of entrepreneurs lately, and I feel like a lot of people are going through some major life changes right now. Like I, I feel like uh, I, I put out a quote not too long ago. I said, you know what? All the greats are facing a great challenge right now. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the vibe right now, because a lot of people are being tested. They're on their journey. Uh, you know, they're having to weed out people out of their lives and, and make big decisions. Because, you, you know, one thing that Chino told me, uh, do, do you know what uh, do you know what the word decide means? Mm. Decide means to cut off. In Latin. Man. So so when you decide, it means you have to cut off you have to you know what i'm saying uh Man. and so to be able to unlock things because i believe that the universe puts us in uncomfortable situations in order to force us to follow through with the plan and a lot of people are on their journey and like we always say with the success thing you can't bring everybody you can't save everybody it's not your responsibility a lot of people think uh, a lot of people base their success on that uh, sometimes that path to success was made for you, you know, uh, because only, you know, you have to get there first in order to be able to help people. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you have to quench your, you have to, you have to hydrate to capacity before you try to walk someone through that desert. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, know I mean? you know what so I, what I love about that, Frank, is like, it reminds me of like, you know, I have this analogy, like, if you will, with NFL players, NBA players, for example, there's a lot of NBA players, but there's only one Kobe. There's only one Michael Jordan. And I feel like uh, that's kind of what you're saying is that path. I mean, unfortunately, you are the Kobe to where, you know, you, you might be trying to drag somebody up. But when you're dragging, trying to drag somebody that don't want to come up, they're dragging you down. And uh, I, I love that, man. Uh, you're, you're starting with fire already. Uh, yeah. You mentioned uh, uncomfortable. Uh so I wrote a book called The Power of Being Uncomfortable. And usually I'll ask this question towards the end. But since we're already in the subject, man, uh, what is one way that you got uncomfortable that paid off out of the many? What's one way that comes to your mind right away? Okay, well, uh, I had to sacrifice a relationship that I was in, a girl that I thought I was going to marry. 
Uh, she mm. wanted me to retire and quit this music video stuff because models were around. And, you know, she wanted someone with predictable income at that time. And, and she just thought it was just some, some you know, just, 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 she wanted me to get organized and get a job and, 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 you know, play it safe and all that. And so I had to make a decision, you know, because that's what she really wanted. Uh, and I had to make a decision. I said, well, do I do I continue with this girl that I love with all my heart? And it would break my heart to see her with someone else. And I know that she's right now trying to go out there and start a family and get pregnant by somebody. So it means that if I don't do it, someone else will. Uh, and so I had to make a, a decision. Like I've had to make that kind of decision several times in my career. And I feel like, uh, you know, some people are, you know, like they're in chess. Sometimes you got to sacrifice the queen to win the game, mm. you know? And, uh, and sometimes people don't have the stomach for something like that. You know, imagine that you're around a girl for years and you're like so in love and then, but you want your career and something in you is telling you, this is your journey. You know, this is your fate. This is your fate. This is destiny. Mm. This is destiny, destiny, destiny. And if you believe in your destiny, because you know, the universe is always telling us and showing us the way and it is up to us to ignore it or pursue it, right? And so to have to make that decision to where, like, I believe in myself so much in this compound film thing so much that I know that I'm, you know, I'm going to lose her. She's going to be with somebody else. You know, he's going to be deep inside it. And they're going to be making me sound. <laughs> and they're going to have children that look like them. And the family, you know, that you were cool with, now they're mm-hmm. around another guy. You know, and now you're just a member, you know, and, mm. and these are the tests that we have to face in our journey that nobody really talks about. You know, mm. this thing does comes with heartache, heartbreak, pain. You know, you don't get the time you want with family. Uh, you got to sacrifice a lot <laughs> and the price you got to pay because it is competitive. This success thing is about who can sacrifice the most, mm. who can sacrifice the most time, who can sacrifice the most relationships. Who can sacrifice your personal happiness? Mm. Who is willing to sacrifice the most personal happiness? And and a lot of people don't prepare us. And that's why I always say that the mentality is important, you know, because a lot of people, they'll jump off of their bridge. Billy the Kid, they'll jump off a bridge, man, and they don't make mm. it. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't believe, right? We always say, man, there's something better for you. And based on our actions and our decisions, we also show that we don't believe it. You know, but but if you make the decisions like that, where you're like, I know I'm gonna get better. My dad used to say, if you handle your business, you get to choose. You get to choose. Mm. He's like, and don't worry about these holidays, because when you get on, every day is Christmas. That's what he Ooh. said. And so and so that's how that's how I move with that, man. I'm sorry to talk to you. Man, you know, man bro, that you know that there's so <laughs> many I, I wanna touch break it down a little bit on all that game you just spit, <laughs> man. Uh you said every day is Christmas. You know what's funny? Um, what's crazy, Frank, is that so I run this mastermind. It's called a Get Uncomfortable Mastermind. And uh, a, a lot of these guys are crushing it. They're entrepreneurs, uh, real estate investors, and they're crushing it, uh, doing their thing for sure. And, you know, there's some in there that maybe are one foot in, one foot out as far as like, OK, they just got a couple investment properties and they're they they can't quit their job yet, but they will in the future. Um and a lot of times I will send a picture on a, you know, Monday morning where I'm laying in bed at mm-hmm. 9 a.m. And uh, 
I'm trying to make it a point to them. And those of you who are watching or listening that uh, that's kind of how I built it was, hey, you know what? I'm going to work my ass off for all my 20s. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm still working my ass off because I'm like, shoot, man, if I could do this again for my 40s, I mean, I can't I can't even fathom what, what the future will be like. So I love that you said I always say every day you're in vacation, but also every day you, it's Christmas. I love that, man. That was awesome. Uh, you talked about sacrificing that relationship because, and I feel like that's something that uh, a lot of people can relate. And you went as far as like an actual potential wife. Uh, there's a lot of people that sacrifice relationships as far as even just friendships and stuff. Um, anybody out there listening, how important is it to do that? Because I feel like there's a big percentage of people that never they will never know their true potential because of that one person and and it sucks because like for example my wife she has my back man if i'm like hey i'm gonna go buy a volcano i don't know some crazy stuff she's gonna be like all right how are we gonna do it what do you need from me and and it's it's the same thing right it's vice vice versa um i think like we built it that way it wasn't always like that right like we built it to where but there's not a lot of people that are willing to do that. So what do you have to say to somebody that's going through something like that? And I mean, you made the jump, man. So shoot, like you're speaking from experience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, can I curse or not? Do I keep Oh man. Feet? Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really want to express how this really feels because everybody always glamorizes it. Right. If you go through my Instagram, I mean, I've been doing this for years. I've done a lot of cool shit. Right. But the truth of this is, and I always say, man, uh, I spoke to entrepreneurs, man, and, and, and every time I talk about how scary this shit is, this shit here that what we're doing is fucking scary. It is the scariest shit you can do. The hardest thing you could do is bet on yourself when no one else can see your potential, right? Because mm. it's not a safe bet. You think it is. It's like, well, it's me. I'm a safe bet. If it's me, it's a it's a smart bet. But sometimes you got to really believe because even then it sometimes it doesn't even make sense. It's so premature to where you got to go by something in your heart, something in your gut that says, man, you are worthy of succeeding. It's like you were made for this shit. Like, like you're supposed to do this and you have to believe something that's not there. You know, almost like Conor McGregor says, you damn there almost got to feel like you went insane. You're like, well, what told you that you were going to succeed? What told you that everything's going to work out? Some would say God. Some would say the universe. Some would say, you know, something in my heart told me that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like I've lived this life before. You know, there's mm. something, science, synchronicity, something. And so, you know, don't beat yourself up, man. There's people that go through this thing and they're thinking that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be this cool thing. It's like, no, you got to understand. If you jump in this right here, you got to outdo number one. And what's number one doing? He's out there not hanging out with his kids, not seeing his family, having to move around. Uh, his friends, children have grown up. We didn't get to see him. Oh, he's not at the baseball games with his kids. He's not at the graduation. Uh, when when the teacher's having problems with kids, he's not around. You know, he's having to build this thing. And so, you know, this thing is supposed to be hard. And that's why, like I said, they look at us like champions because we overcame something really extremely hard. Mm, man, that is true. And you you also talked about, obviously, it worked out for you, right? Like the, the sacrifice you made uh, with, with that, quote unquote, wife, if you will, Um, it worked out. And uh, 
it reminds me of uh, uh and I, this is the first like literally bro i just came back from a closing today and uh, i'll make it kind of public as much as possible but i i bought an acreage and uh it's land it's land and but but the reason why i'm bringing that up frank is because uh it seems like the more i've cut out the negativity out of my life the more things come to me and 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 this is just like today's example but i can go back to like the house we live out right now uh it's a blessing to be living in a neighborhood like this and it was during the same time where i cut some people out that were not the most positive people so there is definitely something in alignment with that and and you crushed it. And I mean, you do have to sacrifice a lot. I mean, it, it's, it's insane, man. Love it. Love it. You're starting with fire. Um, I, I, If you could back up a little bit, because I, I want to make it clear that it was not always like this and it's not always, like where you're coming from. Like, can you tell us a little bit about where you, where you were born and, and how kind of how everything kind of got set up for the compound films? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and sum it up, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that I yeah. really want to get off my chest. Let's uh, go. Well, like I said, I started out in Houston, Texas, uh, from a bad neighborhood called Greens Point, aka Guns Point. Uh, a lot of my friends, motherfuckers, killed somebody or went to jail, or some of the motherfuckers are still there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and so, nobody around me uh, has been able to pursue their dream like that to where it's balls to the wall, ain't no funding. Out, out the pot, out of your pocket, you ain't no guarantee that shit's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I shoot music videos. I've been shooting them like since 2009. I built a brand. I built relationships, which made it easier. But nonetheless, you, you know, you're gonna face a lot of uncertainty, and that's what it was. Uh, and so, uh, like I said, uh, this is the fourth largest city in the nation. We don't do a lot of film stuff here, but but I'm hoping that we could be some of the pioneers here. Uh, and like I said, like I didn't always have the biggest equipment. I had to do a lot of free stuff. I had to do cut deals, and and, and I'm flying around and I'm meeting people like Billy the Kid. You know, I'm I'm having to build, like I said, relationships. You know, and and get other customers, work markets, and all that. It's a lot of work, man. A lot of weekends gone. Uh, I I remember what the, my, one of the first years I went, I shot 48 music videos in one year, uh, and then it went up to like 55. Then it went to like 60 something, and then now I have over 400 music videos, but but that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication. Uh, but but I'm gonna say something real quick, uh, and it goes back to this mentality thing. I said something today. I said it's important that you protect your star player. Do you, you understand what that means? Hmm. Protecting your star player. Do you understand what that means? Go ahead, man. Well, uh, so what it means is that you know uh, a lot of this stuff is is hustle, hustle, hustle. Go, 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 compete, compete, compete. Let's get it, let's get it. I mean, because like I said, when when you're doing this on your own, every minute counts. Because, you know, that first comes fast. Mm -hmm. And so you got to get that cash, right? And so, but at the same time too, uh, I think every man is trying to find that balance of that home life, that work life, and fun life, and da, 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 da. And I'll say, you know, you should definitely take that serious because your mental health is important. I always say, Take care of your star player, man. Like, look out. You know what I mean? Uh, my dad has a saying, when things go wrong, go have a steak. You know what I mean? When, when you know, go out there and get a bike ride. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, if, if you're around females and, and they're and they're fucking up your mental health, bring you nothing for problems, because that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? What you going to get with a female? Pussy and headaches. That's what you're going to get right there. 
and mm. some of them come with extra headaches. So it just depends. <laughs> and so you got to think like, do I want to add more headaches into my headaches already? He's like, whatever it is, whatever it is, if it's toxic people, friends, bras, you know, whatever, what it, take care of yourself. You're important. You know what I mean? Like you're the captain. Like, don't forget to treat yourself. Like, don't forget to treat yourself good. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, then nobody else will. You're mm. important and you're supposed to take care of yourself. So I just wanted to throw that in. So, Man, fire, bro. Woo! <laughs> you, you mentioned uh, in their uh, films with Houston, uh, and I feel like you've always be, you've always had that like pioneer mindset, and uh, I relate because you know I'll I'll say it on here. I in Nebraska, I mean you know being a rap artist when I started was a joke, and now there's rappers <laughs> everywhere and stuff. Uh, so so you feel, it's like a lonely road when you're being a pioneer, and and you are one of them. Uh, you said I, I remember one of your posts. You had mentioned how Houston is a new Hollywood. Can you elaborate a little bit on the show on that? Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's I think fifty cent. Uh, but I'll say this: when you, you know what, you know what, the thing about being a pioneer is, Jay Z said, uh, "The first cowboys over the hill get the arrows." Mm. So the first Man. one they get the arrows. I was like, "Oh, it's love it." I think, I think that's in his book. I think it's in his book. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z, fire, decoded. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you were saying uh, that, that we were saying something about uh, like uh, Texas uh, being the Hollywood. new or Houston being the new Hollywood. Oh yeah, so uh, Fifty Cent has brought... so H Town. H Town is it stands for Hollywood now, huh? <laughs> yeah. So the cool thing is that everywhere else it's very expensive to live, very expensive to work, just very expensive. Especially downtown. Downtown is just expensive. You gotta like pay to be here every day, like parking, blah 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 blah, right? And so 50 Cent has seen that it costs less to live here. Uh, and so, and to be able to work with talent here is cheaper. And then you got Austin and then he can, just, you know, find some headquarters here. He could buy some land. I mean, there's a lot of areas here. I mean, especially here in downtown. So uh, 50 Cent has come down here. Uh, his, his, uh, I think it's a champagne. His champagne is now the official uh, beverage of the Astros and the Rockets and stuff like that. So, he, he already came over here, started doing deals. He's got a school here. Uh, it's called the G-Unity Foundation, something like that. Uh, it's like a tech school for kids. And and not too long ago, uh, Kanye West, uh, him and Kanye West were talking about uh, starting a school together here in Houston. And so that's why mm. I put on the projector, if you've seen it on my social media, I put uh, Houston welcomes Kanye West. It's because, you know, uh, we, we, wanna, we want him to bring his school down here, uh, Donda, his academy. To, to bring it down here with 50 Cent and hopefully we can have that budget to crank out these movies and TV shows. I mean, 50 Cent is already doing that. His deal just uh, his deal just uh, finished with stars for all his TV shows and now he's independent and he said he's going to bring it to Houston. So I don't know what's about to happen. Man, and I can't wait to see what happens with the stuff you got going on, bro. You're in the mix on that. I, I love that. Uh, you mentioned a book. Uh, one of the questions that it's funny, Frank, we, I asked this question at the beginning of the show, but we started with fire. So I didn't even have time to ask it. Uh, what is one book, bro, that, you, and this is overall in your lifetime that you read that opened your eyes that to this day has an impact on you. Yeah. Uh, it's a book called the power of habit. Hmm. Uh, I actually, I, I would say that's one of the books, but there's another one that's called Incognito uh, and how our brain works. Uh, in the book, it talks about how our brain 
knows what to do. It's just our subconscious that gets in the way. Like, like, like you, you play basketball. You could say that. You don't want to see me. You don't want to see me. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I try. I try. (laughs) Play golf. Not yet. It's something I'm gonna get into. Not yet. Got out. Slacking. Uh, anyway, so in the book, like if you ever play basketball and you ever watch like Michael Jordan or someone, it's like three, two, one. Mm-hmm. And then it, when you take those kind of at the buzzer shots, you can't overthink them. So the saying is uh, overthinking loses championships. Mm. And so that, that book, Incognito, basically taught me that, um, that, our, that you have to stay out, of our, stay out of the way of your brain because it knows what to do. The subconscious is just this little nuisance that gets in the way. It's the voice in our head that's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, shut the hell up. Like, it's just the voice. Over to the side. Our brain knows what to do. Like, if, if, uh, like in boxing, right? Like, you know, when boxers train and train and train and the, you know, the one, two, three, that, 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 they know what to do. Right? In a real fight, they're not thinking about the one, two, three. They're not thinking of, oh, uppercut. It's just coming. Your brain takes all the training, all the things that it, all the, all the things that it learned, and it's executing it for you. Mm. And so, when you're throwing the punches, you don't even realize you're throwing them. Like if someone's attacking you, you're automatically that, 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 and you're like, oh shit! You're like, what did I just do? You're like, oh, yeah. well, your brain knew what to do. You just had to get a, get out of the way. Uh, and the power of habit um, teaches us uh, about. Um, how easily you can create uh, bad habits and how to create good habits. Like the science of creating a habit, like how long, like, for example, like if you want to go to the gym, like I think it says like do it five days straight and then it becomes a habit or something like something like that. I got to look into it, but it's a good book. Sorry to talk. Man, love it, bro. Love it. Love it. Uh, You mentioned earlier, Frank, uh, taking care of yourself. And uh, it's I feel like when I started doing that, things started changing in my life. Uh, And it's something that I even, you know, years back, me and the wife had to talk about it, that at the end, unfortunately, there's no way that a man can make a woman happy. And there's no way that a woman can make a man happy only themselves. And and I feel like that's kind of where you were heading with, uh, you know, taking care of yourself, if you could elaborate a little bit more about that, because I, I feel like if most people did that, if most people understood that happiness comes within, there's no nothing or nobody else will make you happy. You go buy a brand new car, you're going to be happy for the first week. And then after that, that happiness is away. It all comes within. So if you could talk a little bit about that. I'll say something interesting that I definitely want to say, and, and, and it's about joy. Uh, can you give me one quick second? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh, he's getting off the couch. Those of you who aren't watching, see, let's see what comes out of this. Sorry. Dropping fire, Frank. I appreciate it, man. Um, ask me every day, though. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be about to go to sleep. Hey, let me tell you something. I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> um, joy, man. It's something that I'm discovering as I'm getting older. Because uh, we always use the word happiness. I always use words like joy and fulfillment. Because mm. uh, happiness is just temporary. Happiness is just what you feel when you, you know, when you get a hamburger after you eat it, man, the happiness is gone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But joy is like, uh, they say, uh, I heard something powerful, man. 
They said, uh, happiness is a smile. And I was like, oh, I get it. It means that, like, people don't know how to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is being happy? Happy is like when you smile. It's like, well, think about that. What makes you smile? You know what I'm saying? It's like seeing puppies play, you know, going to, you know, uh, the leaves, a walk in the park, you know, waking up early and doing whatever. Like, what what are the things that bring you joy? And, and we always like never we never really think about it. We always think about happiness. It's like man, rich, uh, with a Bugatti and blah 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 blah. It's like man, you don't even know if that's gonna make you happy. Like those mm. are cool things, but but like what really brings you joy? Like mm-hmm. with me, it's like well, what brings me joy? What brings me joy is like man, I love riding my bike in downtown Houston and seeing you know people business walking around. I love like it gives me joy like seeing it from far away, like the studio building from far away. To see these buildings, the breeze, to be like at 9 a.m. and biking around, and I'm just people are looking at like little things, joy, you know, what I mean? like being able to go get Whataburger underground. Mm-hmm. I mean, these, these are all flexes, but I'm just saying, man, <laughs> you know, I like to play with my dogs. I mean, these are joys, you know, what I mean? and mm-hmm. I think people don't know how to be happy. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, and I think that's what that's what it no, is. No, I, I, you know? I definitely agree. And you mentioned the, the smiling thing. Uh, did you know that your brain doesn't know the difference between a fake and a real smile? So you could literally sit there and when you're having a bad moment, smile and your brain will think you're automatically happy. It's crazy, man. Uh, you you mentioned happiness, joy, all that. Uh, so let me ask you this. What is happiness to you? Oh, man. Happiness is, uh, uh, I think, I think a man can start to feel fulfillment because that's, I think that's what we're really after. Uh, I think I think fulfillment is the real goal, and fulfillment for me is that I know my purpose. My purpose is that I that I love to help business owners. I love to help business owners. I love to help people because it's scary, like I say. So anytime that I can help someone in any kind of way, whether they need, you know, someone to speak life into them, if they need perspective, if they need like information, you know, know how, I mean, whatever, you know. Like, that's my purpose, and that's why I'm here, because I'm like, well, like, okay, if that's your purpose and you like to help business people, okay, well, then go right in the middle of that time where all the business people are, surround yourself by them, and help them if that's really what, you know, you say your purpose is. And so far, I've been blessed by doing that, you know, helping them, shooting commercials and talking to them about new ideas, and, you know, that they, they like knowing that they have someone that they feel like is family and can tell them what's what and what, you know? I love that, bro. And and it's funny, my goal as a kid was to be a uh, teacher. I don't know if a lot of people know that. Uh, and I, I ain't got to stunt. The reason why I didn't do it, I, I tried going to college. But at that time, because of my immigration status, actually, uh, the government kind of took away the help. And I was literally stuck at that point, like, okay, well, it's either college or rapping. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess music it is. And And I will sit here and tell you that when somebody has a destiny, God will guide you. Like literally I tried fighting God, like by going to school and that was not my call. He called me for something greater. And what I mean by that is nowadays, it's funny because even with my book and the mastermind and everything that I'm doing, all these entrepreneurs that are around me now that are soaking game from me is kind of like what my calling is. And now the the funny thing is jokes on, on them because I'm actually reaching out more people through my social media, through everything with my music, the book, everything that I'm releasing. So uh, I 
again, that that's literally the purpose, right? And and I want to ask you this, Frank. Uh, you mentioned fulfillment. You mentioned purpose. Ah, uh, I feel like a lot of people are stuck on like, how do I find my purpose? It, can can you tell me how does one go about finding their purpose? Man, it's a it's a it's a real good question, uh, and I think it's a long answer. But I'm gonna try to see if I can find a real good answer for that one. <clears throat> man, you know, I, I'll say this, man. Uh, that I think we have to experience some horrific things uh, in order to figure out what what we're able to survive. Um, and I and I think that uh, how does one find their purpose? Their purpose is it's it's like I think the only way you can find your purpose is if you go on that journey. Like like in that like your purpose is hidden in the scary part of your journey. Mm. And so I think you have to go like through the clouds of uncertainty to figure out what's there. And that's mm -hmm. the scary part. I think that's the test where you just have to jump. Mm -hmm. And then once you jump, you start to see your your, your purpose. You're like, oh, this is what I got to do. Because now mm -hmm. it's like game time. Uh, and, and so naturally you're going to, um, it's almost like you're, you're out in the wild. And, and, and if, and if you're good at making, if you're good at making, you know, uh, weapons out of, of wood, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna resort to the things you know you're good at. And so I think once you get thrown out there, it's like if they throw you in a swimming pool, then you get to find out, you know, if you're good at doggy paddling or if you're good at swimming, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like that. It's like once you go on your journey, your your purpose will present itself. Mm-hmm. And, and I... at that point, you will be worthy. Yeah. Of knowing what your purpose is. Mm. And and I always go back to like most people choose the comfort, right? Like they're they're comfortable. They want to have that nine to five. But what are you doing from your five to nine? Right. Like most people aren't doing nothing from five to nine. They're they're stuck. And and then they start asking, Well, why why is my life the way it is? Right. And and uh I think in order for you to find your purpose, you have to do more than the nine to five. I think uh you have to get on this journey. From five to nine, I'm going to do this. I, you know, with me, it was recording music as a youngster, right? Like after my nine to five and, and uh, you know, write a book. Like mo <clears throat> the sad thing is comfortable people get caught up on people's opinions. And uh, I talk a little bit about that on the book. And, uh, and I'm sure you have a lot to say about that. I would like to to hear your perspective of uh, what do you do with people giving you opinions since I'm, I'm sure since this journey started for you of, of what you're doing and, and where you're going, how do you deal with people giving you just negativity? Well, <laughs> well, I'll say this, because uh, uh, how do I deal with people's negativity? Shit, I stay out the way. That's what I do. But I, I'll say this. I'm going to give you a gym that I learned about. And so, you know, because uh, I've been around some people with money, man, and they changed my life. And she's like, she's like a power player, man, in the educational world. And she was like, she's like, let me tell you something. She's like, let me tell you something. She's like, she's like, anytime you meet someone that makes a hundred thousand or less, they're gonna have money problems. And I'm like, wait. She said, trust me. She's like, they're gonna have money problems. Like they're either gonna be like in survival mode. Uh, or they're not going to, like, be the real them because they're so, like, caught up in trying to make money um, because, you know, they're out there playing catch-up or they don't make enough or they're stressing about it. So they so so she told me, she's like, I'm just letting you know. She's like, anytime you deal with anybody making under 100000 you know, they're going to have some money problems. Mm. 
So I just stay out the you way. Know, uh, you that's know. uh I don't hang out. I don't hang out. Especially if you don't make a hundred thousand or less. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> no, and you and you know what, bro? Uh uh, it's something I talked about on another podcast where it's like, so you're really just worried about how much people make. It's like, yeah, because you know what? The more I worked on myself, the, <laughs> the more I worked on myself, the better person I became and the less stress. And when I started seeing that people that are doing the same thing, there's a theme and uh, it's not about the money. Really. That's what's funny that people have it twisted. But when you think of it that way, I have a whole chapter, bro, like uh, about money. It's called money isn't everything. And in that chapter, uh, I talk about how most people that the people that are broke are the ones that say that all the time. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what, like, and I talk about it in the chapter. I used to ride the bus with my mom. Right. Like, but I was happy then. But don't get me wrong. I, I'd rather cry in my little Mercedes that I got now. Like there's, there's this difference. But. The funny thing is that actually, matter of fact, this is the perfect example. Us doing this podcast right now, there's no money exchange, right? Like there, you're not paying me. I'm not paying you. We just love what we do so much that we're willing to put in the time to do this right here. And uh, I think that's where people got it twisted that, uh, you know, there's been a lot of relationships with me, for example, in the music or real estate and all the stuff that I got going on where literally uh the the people that have the 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 less money dude like is are literally the most stressed and and like you said it bro and and i i've never heard it put in that way and uh honestly bro that that like hit me hard because i'm like man that that's uh, that's some facts right there and uh i i think i think that (laughs) that correlates with with uh even the people you're hanging around with uh you know I've, i've always said it like and you hear this all the time. Like you hang around five millionaires, you're going to be the six millionaire. You hang around five crackers, you're going to be the six cracker. Unfortunately, like that's just how it goes. And I think uh, once you start valuing yourself and, and, you know, it took me a long time to understand that in order to fully embrace my worth, I had to be the, uh, I had to first let go of those who did not value me. And I feel like that that's something that going forward, since I started practicing that my worth has gone up and, not just monetary, but just the relationships, right? Like, like this right here, like this is what's important. And again, people that broke people will sit here and argue like, Oh, money's not everything. But it's like, yeah, that's the easy route. That's the easy thing to say. That's the easy thing to say, because you don't want to go out there and and get uncomfortable and find your purpose. What's your fulfillment? You're, you're, you're stuck being comfort in the comfortable position. So therefore that's the easy thing to say, you know what? No, uh, money isn't everything. I'd rather sit here. And so you, you nailed it, bro. That, that was powerful. It hit me hard. I I just want to tell you that. Again, for free. And I'm always hard on people, man. That, that's why I don't like to get close. That's why I don't hang out. Uh, as you as you can see, imagine if you are around me every day, the kind mm-hmm. of pressure I would put on somebody around. Me, mm-hmm. Right. And so <laughs> that's why I don't really just hang around because I'm the kind of person, man, I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's a gift, but I'm able to see things in people. Right. Like, I'm able to see things in people that they may not see in themselves. And when I see it, you know, it breaks my heart, man, because I'm like, man, you're so cool. Like, you could be so cool, but you don't want to. So mm. you could be the greatest whatever of all time, and you just don't want it. And that's sad. 
do you then, think that's a downfall, Frank? Because I literally go through the same thing. I've gone through the same thing. Uh, there's been artists that I'm like, all right, let me sign you. Well, and even, you know, people around me at the time, oh, why would you sign them? They suck. But in my head, I already saw the potential. But then guess what? Like they say, right? You can only, you you can't, you can take the horse to the water, can't make him drink it. What what do you think? Do you think that's a, the, a gift or a curse? Because I, I feel you, bro. Like literally. <laughs> well, I'll say, I'll say it is a gift because like um it's good that we can see potential in them but like i say i've learned now it's like just because i see potential in them you know what it's really about is like proven risk bottom line and 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 if i mean i i i got my business down to where i know how to like what to look for for example like i told a music artist right because i know you deal with music he was talking about signing a music artist and i would have told you hey don't do that what you do is you find out how much merchandise he can sell and that'll mm. secure the deal. Because if he can sell a t-shirt, he can sell a CD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, nope. that's how you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, and and you mentioned <laughs> pressure pressure around me. You know what's crazy about that too, Frank? Uh, I do the same thing. And uh, I can literally sit here and tell you that uh, I had a hard time basically letting go of people that I was pressuring to be better, right? And uh I always look at it as like, you're either because the people that I see winning, like with you, for example, that motivates me. I don't ever feel like, oh man, like I want what he has, you know? And and I feel like that's where people take the wrong, like being around me, you know, it's funny you say that, uh, the mastermind that I run, the one-on-one coaching that I'm doing, I, I literally have to explain it to, to the mentees like, Hey, being around somebody that like with me, like the energies that I bring, I know my value at this point. And, uh, unfortunately you gotta pay because guess what i'm paying coaches myself i'm paying coaches uh funny uh shout out to vcg man uh one of my guys that uh, i'm doing one-on-one with and and he's part of my mastermind he's actually at the uh upw with tony robbins right now and uh last night we were talking about he's sitting front row and and it's funny he I'm actually helping him to release a seminar junkie, a book that he's writing right now because he's all about seminars and that's what changed his life. And uh, the point that I'm making is that he's big on like one of the sayings he has is like when you're in this conference, like he'll pay the 10,000 just to be front row because he said it smells different than the back. Like it it smells different than the back. And, And there's definitely a last night. He's like, you know, Tony Robbins was speaking and I'm in the front and he fist pumped me. And I made it a point that I'm like, dude, you realize that that fist pump you got from that man can potentially make you a million dollars because you just exchange energies with somebody who's killing the business world. And I don't know. Do you, do you think there's a, like a, what do you think about that? I want to hear your perspective. Oh yeah. No, I think that's correct because uh, I mean, everything is about frequencies and vibrations. Right. And so it's true. Um, that's why I always isolate too, on purpose. Uh, I mean, for for many reasons, right? For a man to grow, he must first isolate. Mm. For a man to digest his emotions, he's got to isolate. Anyway, uh, so I isolate because I understand, you know, belief and thoughts of like succeeding. It's all a frequency, right? And if you like, I said tune a pitchfork. Is it ding? And it's true that if you take a pitchfork and then you take another one, tune to another one, and then you bring it close, it'll interfere with with the vibration of this one. And so that's why I self-isolate. So I do believe that if you get around people that are tuned to, to the same thing, you know, we attract the same thing. If you're around somebody that don't believe it, it's going to work against you. 
you know what, bro, that that's powerful. And, and one of my coaches has, um, this quote that he shared with me, uh, and I'm going to share it with you guys. Uh, it says all men's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. And, you know, it's, he actually practices that after he heard that quote, he practices it. And especially nowadays with cell phones and all that crazy stuff we got going on. Um, and so I feel like what, what you just said, like, it just reminded me of that. And it's so true. Uh, when, when also let's be honest, most people, uh, they, they, they they have so much fear in them, so much anxiety that they don't want to be by themselves. And, uh, you know, that, like that quote that, uh, that goes around social media where, you know, if you, if you sit by yourself and, and you have a meal by yourself, you're, you're definitely a strong person. And I think, uh, that that's definitely true. And, and you, you just nailed that. Uh, but I want to ask you, Frank, and it's funny because we've done a lot of stuff together. You shot my music video with Kevin Gates. You you shot or you edited something with me and Chingo Bling, Lucky Luciano. Like there, there's a lot of and then not to mention, bro, there's I, I still have a few videos I have still have yet to release, too. So I'm excited oh. to release that. Maybe I'll, I'll drop it with this podcast or something. Uh, but I, I've always wanted to ask you, and I think I know the answer, but what does compound films mean? Uh, it, it doesn't really mean anything, but but figuratively, um, I guess to me, um, you know, because compound films, there really is no definition, but uh, the brand basically represents that, you know, you could go on an impossible, impossible mission and, and success is possible. You know, things are possible. You know, you can go from being a kid in a neighborhood, walk, looking out the window, you know, they have seen a lady get robbed and tossed over to the bayou and, and, and all these bad things outside your window. And you can sit there and wonder, like, why am I living in hell like this? And, and, and then to be able to tell yourself, you know, because I used to always tell myself as a kid, you know, I used to just tell myself to get through. And I used to say, whoever has it the worst now always has it the best in the end. I used to always say that whoever has it the worst now always has it the best in the end. It's mm. like this is just now, you know, and I'm just a kid like a mom. And so that's what this represents is that. Like, like, it's like, yo, you seen what I'm from? You know, uh, there was a time when I started to do this music thing and I was representing my neighborhood. And uh, what you got to know is that, you know, everybody wants to be king. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to king. Everybody wants to be the king. And uh, and, and when, when you're the king, everybody's trying to cut your head off, you know, because that's how the next king comes in. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so uh, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I want to be bigger than my neighborhood. I want to be bigger in my city. I want to put on something and I want to be around the world to show people what, what I am. This is going to represent me, not, not where I'm from, not my neighborhood, because in the future, none of this shit is going to be here when I come back. And none of this shit is going to like be the reason why I made it. This shit is just what I came from. And so I wanted to wear it proud. And then, so, like I said, years later, you know, I'm sitting in Munich, Germany with the shit on. I'm sitting in, you know, um, Berlin, Germany with the shit on, you know, on tour, on stages, you know, in Colombia, you know. Uh, in Medellin, Colombia, in Cali, Colombia, you know, surrounded by Colombia. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it, 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 it means that, man, anything is possible. And so that's what it represents. Mm, man, love it, love it. I, like I said, I, I figure I know the answer, but I'm like, let, let me have him explain that. Uh, 
And when you were starting out, you mentioned you wanted to be a rapper. I think it's an important puzzle to your story. Uh, and I don't know, because you still I see you still producing music. Like, I feel like it's a love thing that you're always going to like that. And guys, those of you who are listening, that's the beauty. Like once you find financial freedom, the stress level goes away to where you could literally you could like there's times bro. I'm like in the studio, I'm a man, I could just fart on the microphone. And, you know, that like that's I could do that. Like I got time to do that. Like and and I feel like uh, you're obviously there, like you, you're you're doing what you love, like. I could see you like you probably you could sleep there, bro. Like, you know, it, it don't matter because you're in your dreams. Uh, you're 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 living your dreams. And uh, I, but I but I feel like let, let's take it back a little bit. Uh, I also mentioned Chingo Bling. How was how was that like during that time? Like, how did you connect with Chingo Bling and how how did that come about? What happened in that relationship there? Um, so in a nutshell, at that time, I was selling DVDs and it was like a combo. It was a CD and a DVD. And so what we would do is we would mix our music. We would put our, our, our music on the mixtape, but we would put all the newest songs like in between. So it'd be like intro with our song, boom, next one, Gucci Man comes up. <laughs> one, of our, one of our songs, boom, the new the new Zero or something. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like the, uh, one of ours and then, you know, radio, one of ours. Uh, and so we had a DVD and we did the same thing. Music videos, music videos of a big artist. And we happened to have Chingo Bling on it because he was at a concert. Uh, I was on stage filming him, and he ended up pushing me. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was the first encounter. Uh, and so that footage that night that I got, I made it into a DVD, and we were selling it on the streets. We run into a guy. He's like, hey, man, how much is that DVD? I'm like, it's going for 10. 10 bucks at the time. You know, inflation <laughs> Price went up. Like Fat Joe says, yesterday's prices are not today's prices. <laughs> I, think it was funny. I don't really remember, but he was like, hey, man, this is me. I'm on here. And I'm, about, I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Man, it's going to be like, I'm on here. This is me. He's like, I'm Chingo Bling. I'm like, man, hell. Anyway, long story short, we ended up figuring it out. I was like, oh, it is Chingo Bling. It is him. He's going to come to the show. I like your hustle. Come through. We we go to the show. We, you know, we hang out. We become friends. Boom. He goes on on his tour. This is around 2007. When his album was out, when we were, when he would be in a mall, people were running after him type shit. I'm talking about, whoa. And I got to see it. Uh, and so we stayed in contact. He's like, hey, man, you're cool. We stay in contact. We get along. We're from the same place. <clears throat> I like your hustle. Uh, why don't you come and film something for me? And I'm like, cool. And he's like, hey, can you shoot the music video? And I was like, cool. I don't know how to do it, but uh, you know, I freestyled it. I gave it to him. It was him and Lucky Luciano. We shot it by some water or something. I forgot the name of it. Uh, and, uh, and, and and that was that, man. I got my start there. He was like, this will work. He's like, just keep practicing. <laughs> That's and awesome, I, man. I didn't want to do it. He was the one that told me to do it. I was like, I was like well, I'll do it for you. He was like, I don't really want to be nobody's cameraman you know so yeah, I don't want yeah. anybody around it's kind of corny <laughs> and he's, like, he's like he's like man there's not a lot of people doing it you should do it he's like i think you should take the football and run to the touchdown he's like it's early do it and sure enough mm -hmm. and and i feel like that and that was the comment that i made earlier like with you being a pioneer i feel like since i've known you and, and i watch your career unfold uh you've always been up to something like there's always like that next thing like right like just even hearing at that time like 
listening to that, bro, shit, I'm kind of like, shit, I should release something like that right now. Shit, every other song be a big artist and then throw my song in there. Uh, that's innovative, bro. Like, the, and and I feel like you've always done stuff like that. Uh, right now, what is like some stuff that you're working on that uh are innovative I, I can sit here and tell you you've been pushing the book thing a lot and uh i agree as a fellow author now and and it's literally on amazon i got the audiobook popping and and i and obviously i threw some being an artist i threw some things in there and so everything that you speak about bro i'm like man i feel you bro i like i don't know bro there, we have this connection that it, it's like crazy man but uh We're can you explain a, yep yep can you explain a little bit about like uh, not just that, but just overall, like what are some of the stuff that you're working on right now that, you know, if, if a typical person hears you saying it, they might think you're crazy because of how innovative it is. Uh, so, uh, we're, we're, well, holograms, uh, I guess if you want that, we're working on holograms. Uh, it's a real thing. Uh, and right now we're projecting on these buildings in downtown. We're trying to get into something called mapping projection. Uh, and what it is, is it's a big ass projector and it projects on the entire building. Mm. Uh, and sometimes they'll do like animation on there and stuff like that. Um, because I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to make our downtown compete with New York. And I'm also trying to bring uh, uh, a parade down here uh, and calling it the, the, the Kool-Aid parade. Mm. Uh, and so we're trying to bring that down. Uh, 50 Cent is actually the, uh, I think they call it the Grand Marshal of the, of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Hmm. So Macy's is having a parade. Oh no, it's H-E-B, sorry. So H-E-B is doing a Thanksgiving Parade, so he's like, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to do holograms, we're trying to put a hologram on the roof, it's possible, uh, and we're trying to scan people uh, and, and put them in the metaverse. And so we're trying to raise hmm. money for that. So uh, if you got 100,000 to invest, let's go ahead and scan people and, and put them in the metaverse. They'll be like hmm. 3D and they move. And I mean, you know, hey, if, if there's someone you love and you want to capture them so you could have them digitally when they're dead and gone, that's possible. It's it's like uh it's like a hundred and it's a hundred and something cameras, it's like a cage. It's like a hundred and something cameras, and you press a button and it takes a picture of somebody in the little cage. Mm -hmm. And then and then it takes that picture and it turns them into like a NBA 2K looking player. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and then if you want, you could like produce their voice. And so, Man. like, if you have a dad or something and you want to, like, scan him, you can scan him and, and then you, you can record his voice and then you can program your your little character to speak like your father and to, to act like your father, his demeanor and the way he stands. And I mean, it's crazy, man. Wow. Man, that's fire right there, bro. And then can, can you... Uh... Right now, any because I, I I've also feel like uh, artists have been your audience somehow, some way, uh, whether it was through the music, and, and then you've always been on top of the business as far as the music goes. Uh, somebody out there listening that's trying to get on, or maybe they already got some kind of music out there. Like, what are some of the stuff you would tell them to to kind of get their game up? Uh, and I feel like even that's on the music side, but I feel like you can relate into any business when it comes to whatever you're about to speak on. Yeah, uh, I usually give an example about McDonald's and, and how the cheeseburger went from 99 cents to whatever it is now, uh, or whatever, whatever, uh, and, and and how music has stayed the same, like 99 cents. Like back in the day, we had ringtones and they were 99 cents, and now you're on iTunes, you know, for like Beyonce or somebody, how much is that single? Like 99 cents? So it means that the music has lost value. And so like I always tell artists, like, if you're trying to get rich off the music, man, it's going to be hard. 
what you need to do is set up your website and sell your merchandise and then have your fans register on your website. That way you have that members database because big companies, the way that big companies buy little companies is they don't buy the companies from the company. They usually buy the company to get their member database. Mm. They're, they're, it's called it's called customer acquisition. Mm. Uh, and so, so you want to have that kind of power in case you get banned on social media. You want to be able to reach your fan base. So that's what I would say. It's like, hey, that's cool that you're working on the music, but hey, sell a, sell a, sell a thirty dollar t shirt. I mean, you're gonna make more profit than, a, than, a, than an album or a single. Mm. I mean, sell that yeah. merchandise. And if you can sell merchandise, then other companies see you can sell stuff, and they're gonna say, hey, you know what? I like how you sold all that stuff. Here's some free stuff right here. We're gonna yeah. Go ahead and sell that, man. You know, it's it's crazy, bro, because it makes me think of even kind of where I'm at right now. A matter of fact, like literally about a week ago, I became an Amazon affiliate. And for those of you who don't know, like that's a big thing because you could li- I could literally, you know, I, I have <laughs> books in there I ha- in my store. I have uh, right now I did like, you know, for anybody that wants to do content, what kind of mics I would recommend. And then from there, I could branch out to like, OK, real estate, like whatever businesses I'm in. And again, it is because you can sell something. You have to be able to sell yourself first. So I love that, man. That that was fire right there. And it looks like you got a little more to say. I was going to say, hey, uh, if, if you can rap, that shit don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You can sell, that's all they care about. And I'm telling you because I'm around these brands, like I said, Macy's and, and all this. Mm-hmm. You know, What do they mm-hmm. care about? Can you yeah. sell? That's the bottom line, Hilton Hotels, they want to see the traffic. They want to see what's going on. And like I said, if yep. you go to Cancun, go to compoundfilms.shop and get that Cancun deal. Boom. If, if you book four nights, at that, at, at, you'll see it on there and you'll get a fifth night for you. <laughs> Man, <laughs> there you go. Love it. <laughs> no, and you know what, bro? I, I One thing I always try to say too is no, I don't care what you want to do in life, like whatever business you want to pursue. If you're not able to sell, then you're not going to make it. And that's in any business. Uh, I, with me, for example, with the music, I had to learn how to sell shirts and, and all the, like, shoot, I'm selling right now. I'm wearing Lord of the Land, which translates into my real estate. With real estate, you have to learn how to sell, whether you're flipping houses, you're buying deals, like whatever it is. I own a construction company. I have to learn how to sell, sell these customers on why they should buy the products that I'm doing, the the services that I'm providing, right? So I think in anything that you do, sales is important. And so I love that you mentioned that, man. Uh, and as much as I hate it, bro, because uh, I, I know your time is valuable, bro. I don't want to hold you back. Uh, we got to start wrapping it up. <laughs> start wrapping it up, man. Uh, I got the, uh, at the end of the show, I like to ask uh, the same questions and it's for, for wisdom. Um, the first question that I got for you is if you were to look back at your younger self, um, what would be some advice that you would give that kid now looking back? Don't believe that bitch. Anyway, I mean, I would say that, man, like, man, don't believe it, man. Don't believe it. It's like, man, don't believe it, man. What they say about you, like, don't believe it, man. It's like, it's like right now, that's why like I stand so tall. It's like even when I was young and, and, and I knew that like even when I was like I said, I, I knew that 
how do I say? I felt crazy even when I was young because I believed it so damn much. Uh, and so what would I say? Go back and tell my young self. It's like, it's like I did what I would tell myself to do. And that's like, man, stay focused. Keep doing it. You're going to be something. Just stay at it. It's going to happen. You just got to get through these scary parts and it's going to happen. And so that would be my thing. It's like, it's like don't quit, man. Don't quit. And, and that's why I developed uh, Keep Winning no matter what because you know, I didn't really have anybody around me to motivate me, so I would always put that on everything and say, keep winning no matter what, because when I would feel heartbreak or when someone said, man, you suck, or when I would fuck up in a gig and they'd be like, I'm never hiring these motherfuckers again. Or when things would go wrong, late, the equipment break, I mean, you know, you don't have the money, relationship problems, family problems, blah, 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 whatever. You don't feel good enough, miss the deadline, whatever. It's like, it's like keep winning no matter what, man. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, you got one job to do, and that's to keep moving forward. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. Uh, and and like I said, I mean, keep pushing yourself through that door, man. Keep keep taking man. yourself like this, ah, and then throw yourself through because you <laughs> believe in it, you know. Man, you know, and it's so crazy, bro. That's another way that I relate to you and your story because I felt the same way. I didn't have anybody around me either that, or and. Not that we didn't, because you did have people around you, but they didn't see the vision. They they couldn't understand the vision that you had. So therefore, you couldn't talk to them about, oh, man, you're crazy. You want to do that? You think you could do that? You think you go to Germany and film a video? You're crazy. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like uh, shout out to the guys on my mastermind, because it's something that I talk about on there a lot. Um, you know, I it, during the 10 year journey, we'll call it that I've been on as far as like working on myself. uh there were times like I would argue with uh, family, with friends, with with people like, come on, like, again, it goes back to like seeing the potential that they had. Or if I heard some book or podcast at the time, I'd be like, oh, my God, they're talking about this, but they're doing the total opposite of what, what they're talking about. So I felt alone, man. It it, it was a lonely road. So uh, I think right. it's important to surround yourself with people that think the way you do. Uh, so so that, that was a great answer, man. Uh Frank, you're 90 years old right now. You're 90 yeah. years old and you're looking yeah. back at your life. What is something that you are proud of? This studio. Mm. I look at it every day, like from outside, from inside, from the hallway, all the time. I just look at it. I'll be like, man, no, goddamn, because I know what's here. Like, and so it's cool to just be somewhere and be like, man, people don't have any idea what goes on. Like, and it's like so many innovative, cool ideas and, and so many top secret projects. And you look out the window and you see all these CEOs and people in suits walking around. Yeah, I'm going to give your audience a little sneak peek. You know, Those of you who aren't watching, check it out on YouTube. If you're listening, check it out on YouTube. Woo! Look at that. Yeah, so, uh, and so, you know, there's a train passing by. You see that train? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's cool. Like I said, there's underground tunnels. I mean, it. It's cool. I mean, the Houston Rockets. I mean, man, uh, they, Houston has so many legends here in different things, whether it's like the orchestra, whether it's like sports, whether it's like business. We got legends here. And we when we see them, we don't even really like it's very chill, laid back here. I mean, it's a cool place. Perhaps I'm early on what this because a lot of people look at me crazy. They're like, what? oh, man, uh, you know, the projector when I first started doing it on there, I said, mm -hmm. welcome to the Skyline District. The security guard from that building came over. He's like, hey, uh, what's going on? I'm investigating because your thing is big as hell. And it says, welcome to the Skyline District. What the hell is that? And I was like, this is the Skyline District. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, this area. 
Skyline District. That's why it's there. And he was like confused. He's like, but why? <laughs> I was like, because I'm proud. Why? Else? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm proud. This downtown Skyline District. Blah, 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 blah. And so perhaps I'm, I'm a little early and I probably look crazy, but maybe in five years, it might be the next Hollywood. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm like, I saw something here that y'all didn't see. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like, you have no idea where you're at. And you, you touched on like, obviously being proud of the studio, which I'm proud of you, bro. Like obviously like keep killing it, man. You're killing it. What are some of the stuff that you're seeing now? Like your day-to-day basis uh, for the studio? Like w- what kind of uh, client are you seeing? Like what, what are you filming nowadays? Well, we, we had a, we had somebody from discovery plus the, the uh, a few months back and they were filming a crime show uh, right here in the corner. They had somebody come in. They had like a retired, like a, uh, like a, a, a U.S. Marshal or something like that. And he was in the corner doing an interview and all that. So it happened here. And that premieres next year. Uh, Hulu uh, did some kind of event downstairs and they were down there. Uh, and, and I got a lot of like, you know, coaches coming in here, business people, lawyers, attorneys, uh, people trying to start their schools. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff going on here. So shout mm-hmm. out to Peer Space because that's where you can book the studio. On Boom. Let's go. And uh, if there was a three-step formula to success, and if you do these three things, you're not going to fail. What are the three things? I don't get nobody pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. Uh, uh, don't go to... Oh, man, take care of that credit. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you want to be in this business, you need a 650 credit score to be able to get that business loan and two years of business with the LLC. So mm-hmm. credit, important. There's no way around it. There's no way around it. So sometimes yeah. start a business, you need that money to start it. You could hustle the hard way, but it's just going to take longer. I'm finding out a lot of things at this stage. I was trying to, you know, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you need that credit, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You just need it, man. Make it easy on yourself. Uh, and number three um, is, I mean, don't give up, man. Don't give up. Mm. Keep winning man. no matter what. Love it, man. Uh, it, it's crazy. You're the first one to mention credit, which it, it's very important. Like, <laughs> like any fucking business that you do, man. Like, love that. Love it. Love it. Uh, and then the last question that I have for you, Frank, is uh, if you were to write a book, what would be the theme and the title of it? Uh, I, I do have one. It's called How to Keep Winning. And it's mm. got uh, 12 chapters with all the lessons that I learned. Like, for example, it'll say... Uh, uh, a chapter called Supreme Confidence and what's the difference and how to how to get there. A uh, chapter called Win to Lose, how sometimes you got to lose to win. Um, you know, different kind of chapters like that that you can take, these lessons that you can take into business or your personal life and win. You know, these are real deal things that help me win and there'll be a story in there and pictures and stuff like that. So that's that, that'll be cool. Is it out? I'm still working on it. Man. Looking forward to it, bro. Well, mm-hmm. man, I, I appreciate it. And uh, if you could let everybody listening know where they can find you, social media-wise, your website, etc. It's buycompoundfilms.com. And if you're on social media, whatever it is, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, buy Compound Films, look me up. Uh, even on YouTube, Compound Films. Look me up, subscribe. And you'll see all the cool projections we put on the building. In downtown Houston, shout out to Mattress Matt. Uh, it's going viral on TikTok. Man, let's go. And uh, I, I, I want to, again, bro, I appreciate everything that you do, man. And uh, 
keep winning, bro. That's the hashtag. And I know you've been pushing that movement forever, man. So love yeah. it, love it, man. Uh, thank you for, for uh, all this fire. This was amazing. Uh, everybody out there listening, <laughs> everybody out there listening, make sure you guys uh, follow him. Follow me, and if you're wherever you're listening to the podcast or watching it, if you could screenshot and tag him, tag me. Boom! Look at that. Kool Aid Snackbox, which is on Let's Snackbox go. Club. Let's go. <laughs> got, got all the snacks, as you can see. Woo. See that? the Kool Aid Snackbox. All right. Innovative, innovative, man. Let's go. Uh, make sure you guys screenshot. If you're listening to the screenshot, tag us, tag him, tag me, and then we're going to reshare it. We're going to get our followers up, and we're going to do this together, man. So thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube, at Billy the Kid. Follow me on Instagram, at Billy the Kid, and check out my music, the book, everything we got going on, and let's get it, baby. Vamanos. Keep it going. You got to trust the process. You be who you hang with, and you hanging out with bosses. To hang with us, you got to be stable. And it's a must to bring something to the table.